had to write a, an essay for school actually about um science fiction discovery of the self and the universe in science fiction and so you know that's boring enough but i managed to find some interesting things such as a uh, a story i referenced in it you know my dad told me about the story he remembered reading it back in the day i think it was written in the early 70s and uh stephen leacock's story um the man in asbestos and it's basically a story about this guy who falls asleep for 400 500 years and wakes up in the distant future where technology has advanced so far and made everyone's lives, you know, so easy that they literally do not have to do anything at all. They just breathe and they just, like, walk around and they all wear these, you know, these asbestos suits because they never really break down. They only break down over hundreds and hundreds of years and the only time they ever really leave their houses is to go and pick up a new suit or whatever. And Yeah, you know, they negated every single germ, they killed every single negative germ and they nullified all the weather and it's just... It's very it's a very bleak vision of the future and I thought that was a pretty interesting thing to mention. And this is the internet. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to do it. Why? That's how it goes now. You you started it. Well, then I like burn out my throat. Because you know how much, like, singing and, and throatness you'll need. You have no idea how much I sing on the car on the way here. <laughs> I, I, I no, sing I, on the car. I'm standing on... I'm ghost-riding <laughs> ghost the whip. Ghost-riding the whip all the way to my house. Screaming up at the sky. Jesus. Well, it's Lee and Trevin here. This is the internet. Yeah. As you may not have heard me sh- shout, like, literally 15 seconds ago. Today is uh, the first part of, I'm sure, many podcasts to come in the future, where we will be uh, majorly talking about cryptozoology. Ha, just kidding. It's going to be weird in air porn. Weird in air porn for eight episodes after this. Hope you really liked the last episode, because that was, that was a great one. There's more coming. Chicks with dicks. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. It's, uh, it is crypto. That, that was pretty much the only the only time we're going to do something that grotesque. Yeah, we uh, it's fresh in my mind right now, because I've been uh, listening to a lot of stuff and reading a lot of stuff lately. And the thing about cryptozoology, if you, first of all, people are probably like, what is that? What is cryptozoology? Let me tell you what cryptozoology is. <laughs> By all means, go for it. I, I have the actual definition here, oh. unless you want to do your own rendition of it. Well, you tell the actual definition. Cryptozoology. Uh, refers to the search for animals which are considered to be legendary or otherwise non-existent by mainstream biology. This includes looking for living examples of animals which are extinct, such as dinosaurs, animals whose existence lacks uh, physical support to which they appear in, uh, but which but appear in myths, legends, and or, or reported, such as Bigfoot or the El Chupacabra. And uh, and wild animals dramatically outside of their normal geographic ranges, such as phantom cats. You know when you say like cougars and like yeah yeah in, in the Palomino, the cougars yeah. like in just places where <laughs> the big cats don't don't reside. Yeah. Um, which you always hear stories of like on Discovery Channel, like and then she was attacked by a puma in a Walmart parking lot in Brandon, Manitoba, and you're like, wow, yeah. okay. Um, according to authors Ben Roche and uh, John per- uh, Percy Moore, cryptozoology ranges from uh, pseudo scientific to useful and interesting. Uh, depending on how it is practiced. So, essentially, someone who practices cryptozoology is a cryptozoologist. And the thing about this is, because it is a pseudoscience, you don't get a degree mm-hmm. in cryptozoology. You don't go no. learn it at school. Or else I'd be um, an expert by now. I'd have yeah, a PhD. I, you'd have a, you have the little diploma and shit. Yeah. The little picture of the Loch Ness Monster on it. Metal, uh, I'd have a medal around my neck. So, quite literally, cryptozoology... Uh, uh, we all know what zoology is, to an extent. Cryptozoology is, is therefore, the study of, of cryptids, which are mm-hmm. animals that may or may not exist, don't have evidence to exist, uh, did exist, but are now thought to be extinct. Uh, and things like like Bigfoot, yeah. the, the, the Jersey Devil. Bigfoot's uh, a cryptid, like the, yeah. the dudes who are always looking for big feet. Bigfoots. <laughs> Those are cryptozoologists. Yeah. And... Um, what else is I had another point it's, on crypto. Definitely not a high paying job, but there is a there's a foundation now actually. There is the what do they call exactly? Oh, that's what else uh, I was going to bring up. The uh, the coelacanth used to be a cryptid because people have been yeah. like, I saw a coelacanth and they're like, or no, they're, they're extinct. Really? Norals? Yeah, dude, they thought it was like a unicorn and shit. That doesn't count. They found out they weren't unicorns. Yeah, but back in, like, then, the if there was cryptozoology zoologists in like you know medieval Europe, they've been like, oh. no. Well, back no, then, cryptos- that's, that's a cryptozoology that's a thing. <laughs> was the zoology. But uh, let's 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 uh, focus on some we of the were most. Like, uh, I killed Satan, and he drags up a crocodile carcass. As soon as people are like, "Oh, Bigfoot doesn't exist," Loch Ness monster bullshit, this kind of stuff. Uh, there's two very glaring examples of where cryptozoology, uh, you know, fucking changed the world to an extent. And the two biggest examples is back in the early uh, 
the early 20th century in the ni- I believe it's they were both found in 1901 1902 would be okapis which are the oh yeah yeah the weird deer things with the zebra legs yeah, they're not very and interesting and mountain gorillas or their latin name gorilla oh, gorilla oh yeah that was in yeah. the uh, that was in the 70s no that was actually the 1902 mountain gorillas were found then not in the 60s not in the 60s another I, silverback in the 60s silverback in the 60s yeah, yeah. there you go yeah. cuz i was thinking about that I'm like well how did king kong exist yeah how would they go that long yeah. without but uh but yeah for think of it this way in like uh you know at the turn, at the turn of the twentieth century, grills didn't exist. Yeah, which is, which is interesting. You think of something that big, yeah. hiding that well. Well, they because they lived in the mountains, right? So like, you know, no one's going to wander up there. But like, clearly the like the Okapis, for example, they everybody knew them. The Europeans only learned about them in nineteen oh one because the pe- people who are indigenous to that area in Africa know know about them. They eat them, right? Yeah. That was and like, the Europeans were like, oh, what the fuck? That was like the same story yeah. with the coelacanth, you know. They eventually found this one tribe that, you know, just fishes them up regularly and just eats them all the damn time. Yeah, delicious. And they came up and they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Those things are extinct. You can't Those do things this. don't even exist. How are you eating something that doesn't exist? And they're like, sorry, we don't have a concept of language. We speak with a series of clicks and these little bone tablets. But to you, it'll sound like English. <laughs> it'll sound like English. Would you like some of this fossilized fish? It's delicious. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but that's the next two episodes. We're going to be uh, the second episode is going to be focusing on uh, not necessarily a cryptid as much as an urban, urban legend transformed into a cryptid. In certain certain aspects of it is uh, Mel's Hole, mm. which I can talk at lengths on because I I just have it fresh yeah. in my mind now. Lee's Lee's like just done tons of research here. He's yeah. kind of surprised me with this shit. Hit so the I'm, books. I'm just speaking out of my own memory, but uh, yeah, cryptozoology though that's this is something you uh, something I've shown a lot of interest in. Yeah, yeah. because it's like. <laughs> I like that shit. I like the idea that it's like, you know, there's shit out there that we still yeah. we still haven't explored everything. That's what that's a big draw to me cuz yeah. especially like marine life cuz I mean constantly like when they found that big mouthed uh, shark or whatever. Oh yeah, the, they, me- they the mega mouth that, shark. That's yeah. always the kind of the thing they use to like, hey, look at that, look at the mega mouth shark. We didn't know about that shit. We just found it. But then that's a bad thing to use cuz it's, it's habitual. That's how they found it. Yeah. There's things like I mean, there's got to be like you look over time they go to the bottom of the ocean, they're finding something. Uh usually invertebrates. Yeah, they're finding really small things because yeah. of the pressure and everything. But but whales and stuff—they're constantly finding new species of whales. We're just like, oh, these mm, these are yeah. so far down in the trenches and in the middle of nowhere that, yeah. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Well, whales are only down to a certain extent, but when it gets really dark, that's when you find weird shit like frill sharks. Yeah. And you got like those crabs like, that look live at right it. You near got the, uh, you got volcanoes. shrimps and crabs and stuff that can that can survive in volcanic lava high temperatures yeah. underneath the water. And that brings up, you know, even further extrapolation. You could be like, well, if someone could live there, you know... What's to stop someone from living in the center of the Earth and shit? Could someone live in the center of the... Could someone yeah. live in space where there's yeah. where we believe there's nothing? Maybe yeah. it there's particles of something, you know, dark matter. It feeds off that. Who knows? Yeah. Some kind of space... It's like behemoth space slug like sea hellboy for example maybe there's space slug maybe there's really small <laughs> I don't know space slug almost eats the millennium falcon and shit anyways we'll be right back with some uh, some of our favorite ev- examples of uh, cryptids and, th- and there's a lot to talk about yeah. we'll be right back you want to relate the uh the cryptozoology idea back to your story you referenced at the beginning in the intro so to speak yeah I was gonna it's the uh, also sometimes you'll notice I say the word gunu okay that's fine that's a that's a legitimate word oh. yeah it's along the same lines as Toronto and 20 now people usually <laughs> say like gonna I'm gonna sometimes goinu. I say gunu sometimes I say goinu it's fine <laughs> goinu <laughs> goinu goinu fuck it goinu water <laughs> anyway you're saying <laughs> anyways the the way I relate to it is that it's like um, the story that I mentioned, uh, Stephen Leacock's Man of Asbestos, is that the whole concept is like, you know, all the work on Earth has been done. Yeah. Every job. There, there's finished. no space travel in that story. Like they, they didn't like move on. No. It's like okay, we got we got Earth perfect now. Life's we'll perfect. Hang out here. What are you gonna What are you gonna yeah. do? That's when you enter. That's when at the end where you have like the you know, the you know, they, and friends at land and like they fuck, eat, fuck they eat a pill every couple years and that's that's all they they're good to go. So like immortal and shit. Yeah. There are even weirder concepts in the story, too, like women don't exist anymore, and neither do children, because everyone's immortal. Anyways. So why women don't exist? <laughs> That's one of the more sillier concepts. It had to do with, like, women's rights movements moving so far that women were just men. It's it's weird okay. how he explains it, but... So the genders are meaningless? Yeah. And you're not allowed to, like, bang anymore? Well, no, or is no, it, like, is no it like Demolition Man, where you put the, the virtual reality glasses <laughs> on? Maybe. It doesn't go that far. Well, I don't want it! <laughs> I'm not going to go into spoilers of the story, the okay. reasons why. Go, because you know how everybody's going to rush out and read this. 
It's really important, guys. You gotta read it. I can look it up on the net. Fuck it, whatever. It's all a dream the guy has. Okay, anyways. Oh, well, gee, that's a, that's a, you know, come on. That's a shitty ending. I know. But the concept's important. Who do you think he is? Link's Awakening? You're still thinking of the concept after the story's over. The concept is that it's the tragedy of a So what does this guy go do after he wakes up? Well, that's the end of the story. Oh, okay. So the guy goes (laughs) to sleep and has a dream that he's been asleep for 500 years? Yeah, and he's in the distant future. The point of the story isn't like the the fictional events that take place. The point of the story is making you think about, you know, how humanity's progressing in technology. And the the whole tone of the story is just the tragedy of a finished job, you know? Yeah. There's nothing more you can do, and it's just, it's boring after that. Yeah. And that's the way myself and a lot of other people see, like, the planet Earth regarding species of animals and, like, yep. land masses and things, you know? We, we found all the important ones. We've, we found them all, and we've explored every land mass. There's yeah. nothing left that's to That's not it. to say that there, I mean, there's constantly being insects and stuff discovered well, yeah, every like day. yeah, like tiny things. But no cryptozoologists don't, don't really go after that. They go for the big stuff. They go for the... Exactly. The, the larger animals, because, I mean, bugs and stuff, leave that to the... Leave that to the real scientists. <laughs> <laughs> <There we go. laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... The whole thing with cryptozoology is that no one... No one's happy with the idea that we found everything. Everyone still wants to hold on to that little, that little bit of hope that there's still more to find, and they want to find it. But uh, the, the in the eighties, nineteen eighty two, I think nineteen eighty two, they they founded a foundation for cryptozoologists. And it's kind of a place you can go. I, I honestly, God, where I thought it was everybody on the front, knows your name. Uh, where everybody knows your name, with everybody knows the Bigfoot's name. Bigfoot can come and have a drink and shit, and no one's gonna bust his balls and shit. I should hope everyone knows the Bigfoot's name. Uh, pretty sure everyone does. I don't know where it went. But anyways, there is a, there is in fact a foundation where you, you cryptozoologists can like you know <clears throat> compile their shit and files and and Manila folders and those Manila folders are important. <laughs> yeah, full of information. The ones that tie up with the red string. Yeah, uh, but the, yeah, there's sealed a, with a wax. Uh, they were stain. founded, like I said, in I th- believe the 1980s, and their their symbol. You might have seen it before. It's the Okapi. It actually is their oh is their symbol. The gorilla actually lost by a year for that run because oh. the gorilla could have very easily been there. Uh, well, that would have been their thing actually that wouldn't have been cool no because that was like their example it's like girls hey, are very normal everybody thought now. no one knew this existed right yeah. until cryptozoologists went and like her like hey this exists let's let's take a record of it and like oh coffee's existing zoos in north america now um and it's it's kind of an it's it's kind of an unfortunate fate that cryptozoology has because it's like back then it was really cool you know they were like we found this weird deer thing, the Okapi. It's, you know, it exists. And everyone's like, no, it doesn't. And they're like, yeah, it does right here. And they wheel it in. Yeah. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, shit, these guys yeah. are for real. And then, you know, there's some other things. There's a coelacanth and stuff like that. But for every one thing... Should we say what the coelacanth is? Or people know it's a gigantic It's It's a really, really, really big fish that everyone thought was extinct since, like, extinct for millions of years, essentially. Yeah. Until it was found in this like little African village in this small inlet of water, they're just where eating it. A couple of them exist, and they're just yeah. catching them and eating them. So, anyways, the problem is for every cryptid that has been proven by cryptozoologists, there's like two thousand that are just crazy and unbelievable. Well, yeah, there's ones and that based are based on folklore and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Um, you you say that, but that's who's to say that that's not how like gorillas and like many primitive like those kind of species well start. because a lot of those have have a basis in biology and stuff like that they make sense do we, we like imagine a world where we knew chimps and orangutans and then so you see something like a gorilla that's like literally as tall as a man on it hunched over well yeah but it's like that's that's bigfoot right we know big things can exist though like elephants and such so we're like a really big monkey it's still biologically <laughs> it's, plausible but scientists <laughs> Science. A really that's, big monkey? That's, that's scientifically possible. Well, you know, I'm a cryptozoologist. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. Step I'm, off my nuts. <laughs> I'm using terminology I'm familiar with. Yeah. But it's Let like, me drain the lake. we got to find this goddamn dinosaur. Cryptozoology <laughs> has completely lost all credibility when you have stories about things like, you know, this dog that is constantly on fire and has one eye, and <laughs> when it howls, it cracks the earth in half every single time and shit like that. No, and but that, that's where you draw the line the, between... The bat squatch I just read today. And yeah, but... but big, Purple forms, bat wings, no. These all have have connections in some way to... I mean, a lot of these, yeah, the ones that sound animal-like, you want to prove. Or there's ones that blur the lines. For example, this. Uh, the Agogwe, I believe is how it's pronounced. It has a bunch of different names. The uh, Kilamba, the Seahite. Uh, what this thing is, is a the small sh- bipedal... Uh, the Shiites? The Shiites. <laughs> also for doing the Shiites. Is a, is a purported small human-like uh, biped reported from the forest of East Africa. 
Uh, tall with long arms and long rust-covered woolly hair and its uh, yellow-brownish red skin under its coat. How would they know this? I don't know. Uh, it has also been reported as having black-gray hair. Its uh, feet are said to be about five inches long, about the size of an uh, Asian man, mm-hmm. uh, with opposable toes, as most Asian men have. Yep. Uh, alleged differences between like. it and other known apes include a rounded forehead, small canines, and its hair and skin color. Essentially what this thing is, is uh, a, a, an ape that stands on two legs and walks fully oh, upright man. like a human being. It, it's, it's like another Bigfoot, and the reason Bigfoot, from what I understand, is so big, and the Agogwe, and the Yowie, and the... Yep. You know, Sasquatch. You, you gotta talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> the Sam Squatch. The Sam Squatch and the Abominable Here, Snowman. Here's my, because... here's my thing about Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> there's some people who are like, nah, it doesn't exist. Um, would it really hurt if it did exist? Couldn't let's hurt. Think about this for, let's think about this for a while. Uh, how many times do we find, like, bear carcasses in the wild? Yeah, next, that, next that's one of, the, one of the big arguments is yeah. everyone's like, how come no one's ever seen a Bigfoot corpse? How, how, hey, how, how many how, people how out there no are like, no, Bigfoot corpse. can't exist? How many of those same people have ever seen a grizzly bear? Exactly. Yeah. Like when Just you're because the, there's more of them. When you're in the woods, <laughs> yeah. you can't see things, like, four feet in front of you through yeah. all the trees and thickets. And if it's something that's humanoid and intelligent... Why can't it hide? Yeah, if it yeah. hears you, you know, it's going to go the other way. I uh, I keep a very open mind about all these things existing, except, of course, with the one-eyed flaming dog. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> black Shuck. I which, again, I'm, let's let's link it to Pokemon for all intents and purposes. Why? Stuff like stuff no. like cartoons and hate how monsters and, uh, and fictional stuff is like dragons and shit. It all comes back to, like, cryptids. Well, yeah, it you does, know. sort of. But Bigfoot. Um, you the, were saying something. And the I, whole draw to Bigfoot is that it's not just like, you know... You know that's a that's a crazy thing, a really big bipedal monkey. But it's the fact that people, uh, it's the fact that it would basically prove evolution right there. It's the missing link between man and ape. Uh, yes, the way Bigfoot's been described. Yeah, and so people would is be it, like, "There's no, there one, you go." It's, it's yeah, okay. There's the, people who the are like, "No, we like, didn't evolve from apes." Yeah, because they're like, well, if we evolved from apes and monkeys, why are there still apes and monkeys? Bigfoot would be, well, there you go. There's one who's halfway. Yeah, he's making it. He's yeah. going to make it after all, and he throws his hat in the air and shit. Um, <laughs> a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot and shit. Um, but, uh, I mean, he's been seen... He... We refer to... A lot of people think of Bigfoot as... Maybe what, what really hits could them... Be mo- yeah. Could no, be a she. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it was like, he, as if, as if there's one Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Or Yeti, or Sam Squatch. Um, it's the one Bigfoot. He's been living for thousands yeah, of years. He just keeps... He's on the move. He's been spotted all over the continent. Yeah, just the um, one guy. But what I was trying to get at with this African thing is that this this cryptid, this Bigfoot, this Yeti, exists all around the world. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, like, we were just talking about the, uh, what were they called again? The Gogways. Uh, essentially, yeah. other names. The Gogway are also known as the uh, Kakandakari and Kilumba in Zimbabwe and the Congo Island. Uh, so they've been sighted all over. Like, they, everybody has their own names for them. They've yeah. seen these things that are like, oh, it's a monkey that is a lot like us, but fuzzy. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting. Theories. If the Gogway does indeed exist, it could be a surviving species of a Gracil Asopalacacine, a bipedal primate known uh, to science from I approximately two to a million years ago. Uh, for someone divulged... So, I mean, they found... You find footprints, it's kind of close to a gibbon, and it's, yeah, like you said, the missing link. And uh, what a cryptozoology zoologist will do, of course, is be like, let's go find this yeah. thing. Yeah, They go out into the woods and they actually look for it. Yeah. And I commend them for that. That's dangerous stuff. And, uh, of course, the thing is you want to take a scientific approach to it, so you're not going like, to be like, yeah. and, like, drag it back to town. You're going to try to <laughs> document it, not kill it. Um, but sometimes, you know, it's necessary, like in the case of uh, one's cryptids that, uh, uh, let's say, they have um, they have origins rooted in uh, in urban legend, like the Jersey Devil, which is one of our joint yeah. favorites. Yeah, oh, I like that one. Uh, so you have the Jersey Devil, which is something, that, by all intents and purposes, caused mass hysteria a while back, a few decades ago. Was it the 80s? Or... Oh, no, no, it wasn't the 80s. It was and in the... Uh... Explain, explain what the Jersey Devil is. Like, describe it. Physically? F- physically describe what this thing is supposed to be. It's a bipedal or, horse, right? His, or his personality. No, his... <laughs> yeah, like, does he, is he a funny guy? Does he take a joke? He likes long watch walks by the beach. Okay. The Jersey Shore. Folk music. <laughs> Build the beat and shit. No, he likes uh, folk music. <laughs> he likes folk music. He likes Gordon Lightfoot. Can be seen at Folk Fest. If you could read my mind, love, Jersey Devil. Uh, t- uh, describe the the actual physica- physicality of this. Based on all the eyewitness reports, the consistent reports indicate he has like a like a horse like head, very long kind of features, uh, dark dark hair, a long neck, a smaller kind of torso, long slender legs ending in hooves usually. 
uh, small, if any, like, upper forearms at all. Like, they're very vestigial. They don't really... Like, a, like a, imagine a horse if it stood on two legs and then uses, like, kind of like a T-Rex almost. Yeah, pretty vestigial much. And it has yeah. main feature. Some people say... Well, not the main feature. Some people say it has horns. Some people say it has glowing red eyes. You know, glowing red eyes, come on. Come on, guys. But in the gonna... dark. Yeah, in the dark, you know, eyes. you get freaked yeah. out. The light reflecting off their retinas. But the main thing that is with every report, giant ass, like, wings. Yeah. And giant ass bat wings. And when you think of things with giant bat wings, you're like, oh, come on, like, things like dragons and stuff, you know, that that doesn't happen. But dragons are actually the more improbable thing to have bat wings when you think about it, because the only mammals that fly are bats. Yeah. So something that has all these horse-like features and other mammal-like features... If it had wings, it would have wings like a bat. Yeah. And people say smaller front limbs, but with wings and front limbs, that means it essentially has four arms and two legs. Yeah. So when people say vestigial front limbs, I'd interpret that as none at all. Yeah. So essentially it, it would be like... wings and arms, you're saying? Well, yeah. So essentially but it would be like... if you go like from a, the, the demon angle of this... If you go from the folklore angle... Yeah. Uh, let's, let's get the folklore story. Yeah, it, well, it's the, it's the 13th son of the woman, and she's like, the, if I have another kid, it's gonna be the devil's yeah, kid. Yeah, cause she's just, yeah, like, man, she, that, she that vagina's toast. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's toasty. Uh, the Jersey Devil, sometimes called the Leeds Devil, is a legendary creature, or cryptid, said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey. Uh, the creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves, uh, but there are many variations. The Jersey Devil has worked its way into pop culture of the area, even lending its name to the New Jersey's, uh, New Jersey's team in the National Hockey League. The New Jersey Devils, anyone? Well, yeah, that's where they got it. Yeah, you think? They're not just fucking around. Uh, legends and reported encounters. Most encounters of the Jersey Devil legend uh, attribute to the creature, uh, creature to the mother leads, a supposed witch uh, uh-huh. of whom it said, uh, said after giving birth to her 12th child, stated that if she had another, it would be the devil. According to the story, her wish was granted, <laughs> and upon its birth, her grotesque... According to the story, it was. <laughs> yeah. Her grotesque offspring flew into the surrounding pines. According to the legend, while visiting the Hanover Hill, uh, Hillworks to inspect his cannonballs being forged, uh, <laughs> Commodore Stephen DeCactor... Uh, sighted a flying creature flapping its wings and fired a cannonball directly upon it, it uh, with no effect. Joseph Bonaparte, yeah. eldest brother of Emperor Napoleon, uh, is also said to have witnessed the Jersey Devil hunting in his border, uh, border town, New Jersey estate around 1820. Throughout the 1800s, the Jersey Devil was blamed for livestock killings, strange tracks, and reported sounds. Okay. Uh, in the early 19, 1900s, a number of people in New Jersey and neighboring states oh, claimed, to witness, one, yeah. Yeah, claimed to witness the New Jersey uh New Jersey Devil or see its tracks. Claims of a corpse matching the Jersey Devil's description arose in 1957. In 1960, the merchants around Camden offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the Jersey Devil, even offering to build a private zoo uh, to house the creature if captured. It's been taken seriously, actually. And there was, um, I think if you go to uh, the site, it reports actually one year they like closed down the town. They're yeah, like, they're I'm trying like, to find that right now. They're keeping kids at uh, home, like not sending them to school and stuff because. In one week, we go, like, we over a hundred people saw it, or claimed to have. That's kind of a weird one of it. Uh, There's some weird inter- drawings of it and interpretations. Like, it was on the but... front page of the news and stuff. Yeah. Like, to to that, uh, where are we going here? Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, well, what you're referring to, um, a lot of people, I think within a, a matter of a week, people kept seeing it flying overhead or on the side of the road or something yeah. like that, to the point where the, some towns got to such mass hysteria that they... They close down. They're like, keep it inside. What is this thing? Kind of thing. And I mean, look at it from the, the angle of a as, a, as a scientist, you're like, oh, if it's an animal, well, nothing to be scared of. Yeah. It's obviously not hurt anybody. But it's um, pretty big and... Yeah. Considering it's... It stands higher than a man, consider- usually, in descriptions. I, I highly doubt it, but, yeah. you know, when you're scared. Considering it's... as big as a man! If it was, like, even four feet tall standing up, it would have to have a massive wingspan. Yeah. But essentially... Theoretically, it could be a very large form of bat. Much like the gorilla was a very large form of monkey. ape or monkey. Ape, ape monkey. Uh, B- baboon. <laughs> baboon. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, but the thing with the Jersey Devil is, like, if you look at it from the folklore point of view and, like, because other other in reports, wasn't there other people shooting at it and stuff like that? And it, it, oh, yeah, one farmer Another thing is, he, is uh... like, you're seeing, you're seeing a creature and you're, you're trying to kill it by, by means that you would kill any creature and it has no effect. Is another yeah, is another pe- part people of the have legend, reported yeah. that you know they've shot at it and they shot it down and then they uh, when they went to see the body like it just got up and flew the fuck away yeah or like they burned the body and everything and then it's like when they went to find the remains of it it was gone ooh and uh, yeah. so 
after <laughs> I first read this story, all this, well, all the stories about it. Yeah. You know, I got I got pretty psyched considering there was that it's pretty much had the most sightings like next to like Loch Ness of Monster most and Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Loch Ness Monster, not so much. Actually, anymore. no. Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster is the only one that I has don't know conclusive... how that one gained, gained so much fame. It gained so much fame because there were photographs, Doctor oh, or right, Not, yeah. and the sound. Yeah. And at the time that first came out, it was internet was not so much around and hoaxes were not right, so yeah, much yeah. a thing like still i mean look back to like war of the worlds in the 19 fucking <laughs> yeah that was like w- within our Orson parents Wells. life yeah and like people were committing suicide and stuff so it, it was much impress more impressionable time without the internet uh when locks of monster first circuit so you show me a picture of something and you're like this is the sound it makes i'm like well shit drain the lake yeah. drain the lock yeah <laughs> Find him. Mr. Burns, where are you? Don't don't go in there and look for it. Take all the water out. Well, I'm not going to go swim in there with a dinosaur. That's stupid. Well, depends how big it is. Well, it's making a scary noise. I don't want to deal with that. Well, I guess you wouldn't. Anyways. Chupacabra is like a little tiny dog. I'm not going to go, like, fucking fight it. Shoot lasers and shit. Who knows? I don't know what it is. Could actually be a demon. Yeah. I think we have to talk about the Chupacabra, too, because that's a very popular one. I guess. Uh, but yeah, you were saying about the Jersey Devil. It brings Devil. up my next point. Uh, I, I got really excited because it's even had sightings all the way up to like 2005. Yeah. People are still seeing bits of it. So judging by all of its biological makeup or theoretical biological makeup yeah. and, you know, the consistent reports people have had from it and the, like how seriously it's been taken and the fact that it is in a forest and could easily be like missed and looked over and stuff. I actually believe this one could be very real. And uh, more so than any of the others. Like you, you, you more so than you're more inclined like, to believe the Jersey Devil does exist. More so than things like Black Shuck or the Beast of Baldwin Moore. Baldwin Moore. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love saying that one. Yeah, I love it with an accent. The Beast of Baldwin Moore. It's okay. Scottish. Okay. No, it's English. Uh, anyways, a little bit of it's Welsh. Welsh. <laughs> no. Uh, so I actually, at some point in my life, I, I got Leon in this. Yeah. I got a. We got. I, got I got a told a couple people. Yeah. I want to get it. I want to catch it. I want to see it. <laughs> I, want to get, I want it. That's I want mine. it. Get, ship it over. No, I want to go into the forest and I want to look for it. Yep. I want to go hunting for the Jersey we've, Devil. We've talked about this though, because you got to be prepared. You can't so, just. We're not just going to bring like rifles, because no, obviously pick, if, we don't want to kill the thing. We want to bring back proof. I have a very open mind. Yeah. While I do have a very scientific approach to things, I'm open to the concept of supernatural events. Because here's the thing: this isn't a cryptid as old as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. This is something that uh, has kind of come out of the like the late 1800s. This this thing apparently its origins are rooted in that time. So the thing came into being within the last couple hundred years, and that's and there's been consistent sightings yeah. since then. Yeah. Um, I mean, it gives a lot of merit. The only thing is, of course, if in this case, if that's if the the folklore story is to be believed, there's only one. Yeah, which I yeah. I'm not a big believer of. But if it's been existing since this time, yeah, it's quite possible there's just, like, a small group of the species, and it's likely in danger, So you of say that. I, I go the route with, like, if it exists, there's one. There's one. Yeah. And it's been living hundreds of years. The scientific approach is, of course, it has to procreate. It's not... There's no, no thing that lives forever, except for asbestos people or whatever the hell. I guess you could um, also meet Midway and say that it only has, like, one family. Yeah. It produces offspring, and, and then they're those all ones mate, and those stuff, produce, and produce, and it's been inbred. And that's and that's where the Jersey Shore cast came from. That's them. <laughs> um, so if we... All orange, <laughs> flapping around. <laughs> yeah. Breathing fire. But if you're going to go get this thing, I think and, I watched and we've heard Sorrels. reports that no no one can... No one can kill this no thing one can just shoot with mortal means. It's it's something like a vampire or a werewolf where you know, it you're taking... It could be supernatural. So yeah. my theoretical list of equipment that we have to bring with us includes... A crucifix. A cruci- we have to have a crucifix on you. <laughs> yeah. Just just in case. You never Which know. Which you should have anyways in your car at all times, people. You never know when. Exactly. People know. are... You know, it's often said, and it's extremely true, that the truth is far stranger than fiction. Yes. And when you see, <laughs> when you see the crazy things that they're, like, you know, rooting up from the bottom of the ocean and stuff, yeah. it's true. Yeah. I could have never imagined, like, a shrimp that shoots lasers. But fucking... It happened. Butt fucking. No. <laughs> I can never imagine a shrimp that shoots lasers or butt fucking. But people, it exists. They're they're both true. No, but uh, I know. No, I know. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. No. Uh, so, list of equipment would include a, a crucifix, 
uh, you know, a gun of some sort, rifle, yeah. a handgun, something. Uh, silver bullets, you know, meet halfway technology. Yeah. <laughs> you and never know. Technology and magic. Meat actually, bullets. Actually, silver bullets aren't a, they aren't a bad thing to make bullets out of, but considering the price, obviously, yeah. you know, not worth it. You need sterling silver. Do you think the Jersey Devil will know? I think it will. <laughs> You're like, sterling silver, you cheap bastards. Oh, he speaks English. He's fool's gold and shit, you know? Yeah. He'll know. <laughs> He's confused. And, uh possibly a harpoon gun or some kind of net gun. Yeah. Because people have claimed to shoot it and it just runs off or flies away. Yeah. So you want it like a traffic So you device. want to, you yeah. want to capture it. You know, if you don't kill, like, obviously you want to try and capture it instead of killing uh, it. I, I always take the folklore point of view on this particular cryptid and Trevin always tries to force the science thing. But I say, if it is in fact the devil, it's the, it's the offspring of the devil. Like this, which is like, oh, inseminate me, Dark Lord. And he did. And this thing is half, half, like, Half that's earthling, when, half devil. That's it can't be defeated. Are there, are there uh, a super? Uh, what, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Superstitious yeah. piece of equipment is going to have to be. We're gonna have to bring cruciform swords. Yeah, cruciform swords and a whip. We're going to have to <laughs> like, a, like like other famous and holy vampire, water, like other famous vampire. No, but killers. like you know, cover all the bases because if you're like yeah. you're shooting at it, it's like. You're like, oh shit. Okay, it is. It is. Yeah, it starts. Unholy. Its eyes start glowing. It starts yeah. breathing fire. Well. You know, we, comes down to it, we're going to have to try and behead yeah. it with a sword. You know, yeah. go the traditional means. And maybe that's the way to do it. And no one's come, and no one's come. They shot a cannonball at it. They had swords back then, they didn't even try. I don't believe them shooting a cannonball at it. That was very hard to aim. Yeah. But they tried. And, like, Napoleon's right-hand dude was there and was like, yeah, I saw it. It was there. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> it happened. Yeah, it was, it's, it's gone now. Yeah. I don't worry about it. Um, Napoleon's but, like, you're goddamn right it happened. Um, so this this presents a few a few problems. One, we live in Canada. Yeah, we're kind of far away. Yeah, that's not the point. New Jersey is not that far. Uh, it's a it's a good day's drive, but it's kind of far away considering considering our loadout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly it. We can't you can't necessarily take swords and guns into the states. Yeah. Nor is it easy to obtain them once there. No, especially um, if you're not from around there. No, but I mean, like New Jersey is a few hours away from New York, where you can easily obtain anything. So I say, I say, me and you get together. We get uh, we rent a a hearse. <laughs> Be all, yeah. be all awesome about yeah. it. Get, yeah, get trench coats and big brimmed hats and shit. <laughs> Dress up like Wild West preachers. Yes, okay. And we get the collars. Yeah. And uh, and the, and the cruci- cross, yeah, crosses and shit. And we're not even necessarily religious individuals. We just, you know... Just in we case. We will employ the power of Christ. Because, like, I mean, God's gonna... I mean, he's usually pretty dormant on things like this. But I imagine we, ta- we try to take down the devil's son and, like, someone... He's gonna send his son to help yeah. us. He's like, going uh, to be like, you know what? Yeah, Christ is on your which, side. Which here. saint was that who uh, who slayed a dragon, became a saint? Oh, saint full of shit. <laughs> no, no, he was actually... He slayed a dragon and became a saint. Yeah, yeah, it's an actual it's an actual story, and it's like okay. recorded in history The church is like, he slayed a dragon. Yeah, he slayed a... His name was a Sir... Oh, fucking... Saint, uh, Saint... Oh, fuck. Regardless, regardless. It's a really big name, and you, you I'll put probably it in the description it of the all episode, kinds of yeah. stories, but... No, and like, it's said in history, he killed a thing, but I'm... <laughs> He killed a dragon, which I'm a firm believer that, based on one other story that I remember hearing in history, that the fact that you can eat a capybara on Lent. Yeah. Because according to the church... It's a fish. A capybara is a fish. <laughs> when the conquistadors when the conquistadors were out, and they're exploring these new worlds, they came across... A capybara is a large... Uh, it's kind they of like a giant guinea pig, to describe it as anything. Yeah, like imagine like a beaver with longer legs. Yeah, and it's, hangs out in marshes and It's shit. the biggest rodent that exists. Yeah, you can get it canned, too. Why? I like ham because apparently it's very ham and like in taste. Ooh, rodents, should... rodents, and 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 pork is very similar. Oh, we should get some. Get some capybara to eat pork. Oh, okay, it's the meat of kings <laughs> and capybara, but not the Jews. No, do the Jews eat capi- capybara? Then it's fish. They could. Okay, wait, wait, but they they don't follow the Pope. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, so this is a, this is just a, a Pope thing. But yeah, so it's considered. They saw it in the water and they like you know sent word over to the Pope and they're like. What is it? Is this a, is this a fish or is it a what? And the Pope's like, well, is it swimming around the water? And they're like, yeah. He's like, well, it's a fish. Yep. And that was the final word. So, and to this day, it's and a st- mammal now. Well, yeah. But it's recognized by the Church as a yeah, fish because so the, po- st- the Pope is infallible. Yeah. So you can still eat capybara on Lent. Do you understand what infallible means, listeners? This means that what the Pope says here's, here's is taken as God's law. Meaning, if you are a religious person, if you work within the Church, yeah. and someone's like, hey, Pope. What's this? And he says something. You could say anything. That is now to you the truth, whether you believe it or not. Yeah. By law, if someone like made you put you on a polygraph test and you said anything otherwise, they could be like, "Oh, you're not. 
Yeah, Christian, you don't you don't take the Pope's word and shit. So <laughs> if you're if you're a church going individual, capybara is a fish to you by your religion. That's that's yeah. that's how it is. It's technically a fish for all for all, for all <laughs> intents and purposes. Pope said it's a uh, Pope said it's a fish, and the Pope gets word directly from God. So that's why, based on the story, God fucked up with that one. <laughs> of Saint yeah. what Saint what's his face slaying the dragon. I have reason to believe that the said dragon was probably the first sighting of a crocodile or like a large snake or something. Komodo dragon or some shit. Or a Komodo dragon. Komodo dragon's even. another cryptid. Yeah, that yeah. was. That's true. That was recent. That was more recent that than was uh, very recent. copies and shit like that. When was that? The 80s, 90s? You got a giant that recent. You got a giant lizard that can run fast and it's it's got venomous like spit. Yeah, was, well like it's not only venomous, but all the bacteria no, like big. break down. You see one of those like on, on a desert from far away? That's a dragon. Yeah. Hence Komodo dragon. They're also <laughs> very dangerous. Yeah, they can run fast too. They get you get bitten by one of those. Can you, run too. You got to amputate like that 30, leg. Like hippos and crocodiles can run, outrun a, a guy on a bike. Yeah, they're fast. Yeah, and you can't drive a bike on the on like. It's, it's just the that when they're naturally shit, so. just you know all the footage of them is just them lazing out and shit. Yeah. So they, they got hidden prowess. And they're shit. lazing on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> the kinks. Thanks. Let's not. Uh, let's, uh, not, let's not do that. But uh, so yeah um. Where are we going with this before uh, before dragon slaying? I think we need to pack up the car and go uh, go hunt down that devil. Right? Kevin. Yeah. So we're gonna go do that. Uh, we'll get our names in the. We'll name it. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't well, yeah. dare take the Jersey Devil name away from the Jersey Devil, though. Well, no, that would be its that would be its like you know colloquial. Although name I would go so far as to name it the the Titty Devil. <laughs> but yeah, the scientific name. Whoever discovers it and has an actual like documented, you know, proof of it existing, those people get yep. it scientifically named after them. Yep. So if we both found this, it would be named after. It would our be last called names. the Jersey yeah. Devil, but its Latin name would be the Trevinicus Leo Horsiped, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I stand behind that. Yeah. And we go down in history. You know, that's it. You want you want to make your mark in the world. Big Footicus Lee Trevatiticus. This is why I don't name things. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we pack up the... We're gonna... Me and Trevor are like... We're gonna we're, pack up the van. Taking time off. It's spring break. Woo! Whatever. Um, I don't think that it would be a week. We'd have to, like, do this in a summer or something. Like, it'd be a, be a project in itself, like, save your money. You'd have to, like, take vacation time off, whatever well, job you have, document it well, be, too. It'd be, like, I'd Blair be, Witch Project and shit. Yeah. It'd be it'd Jersey be, Devil Project. It'd be my summer, and so it's me staring in the, in the corner, and then you're like, what are you doing? And then you've dropped the camera, and people think it's real and shit. Well, no, we'd have, like, you know... This brings me to my, my biggest work. point here. That's going to be be brought back uh, heavily in the next in the next episode, focusing on Mel's hole. Um, the idea that you find the truth, but no one no one else gets it gets it. Like you you obtain the truth, but die with it. Uh. So we find the Jersey Devil, and in battle with it, we both die valiantly. And our last breaths were like, bro fist, because we did it. We found the Jersey Devil and fought it. That would be but at that awesome. point, we're never found again, and we're just assumed to have eloped. <laughs> I think that would possibly be my number one way to go. To, to know the truth kind of thing? But how much truth? Because I was talking to Arlie about this uh, on uh, on Titty episode 19. The, uh, the warrior's death? No, that was, that was no, episode no, no, no. This, this was uh, w- w- This actually hasn't been posted at this point that we're recording yeah. this, but it will be probably tomorrow. Uh, we're talking about Arlie. If Arlie joined like the Men in Black kind of idea... He would like it if it was uh, the idea of like the Men in Black universe, where aliens, for the most part, are friendly and kind of in- integrated into into society. He doesn't okay. like the idea of having that 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 force be a defense against uh, intergalactic intruders to Earth. Like he doesn't like the Mars attacks idea of it, where it's just okay. like you're part. You you get to the FBI, you get to the Planet Fifty One, Planet Fifty One, you get to the Area Fifty One. <laughs> they level, got a whole planet now, Area Fifty One level, where they're detaining aliens and like trying to find out if they're going to attack and like. Literally, you are the line of defense. You're the Earth's line of defense. He doesn't like that idea. He likes the idea of more dealing with it on a diplomatic level. Like, he's talking to Gui Got the yeah. Alien, which is a new new Tits character. <laughs> uh, Gui Got the Alien and the Crib Chef. Um, and he likes that idea of it. But I also said to him, what if, you know, you learn that you learn that truth? Or, for example, they, they, they handpick you and you, you rise to this level. And you you die then, knowing the truth kind of thing. Like, uh, say, say it's just like, Arlie, we need you to defend... No one's going to... You know it. No one else is going to know. You're not going to break the story kind of thing. No one's going to know there's aliens. No one's going to understand the real reason you died. 
but you will die knowing the truth that there is like something that big would be worth it to you. Cause I mean, um, think of it in a hundred, a hundred, 200 years, that might be common knowledge. First contact happens. Bang. Everyone knows. I think that, uh, that might be, uh, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. The, the Jersey devil thing more so because a, you died in battle like a Viking, yeah. a warrior's death. Yeah. And you know, the truth. No one else will. Yeah. That's all. That's awesome. And you would, uh, I mean, you would, uh, cause here's the thing. Talking about the Jersey Devil, uh, if we're looking at the folklore point of view of it again, it could be super intelligent, right? Looking from the animal point of view of it, it could just be an animal. So I don't know about super intelligent. Who's to say someone that's, doesn't find our bodies with the, with the you know the high tape on it that has documented footage of us fighting this thing? That's true. Yeah, they'd be like, "What the fuck made all these wounds on these guys? Yeah. These aren't wounds of like you know a bear." Yeah. Why are they holding swords? <laughs> are they holding swords and have all these guns and harpoon and net launch? <laughs> yeah. You know what? They probably just shot each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there catapults on top of their hearse? Why are they driving a hearse? Who the fuck are these guys? What the hell did we just find here? I'm getting lucky tonight. It's the backwoods, man. And goes. Backwoods We're dead are... at that point. It doesn't matter. It's the Jersey Shores, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, orange and Those shit. Those guidos feasting on the corpses. <laughs> they maintain their... They maintain like, their orange complexion. They're like succubuses and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, so me and, you, me and you load up the car. We go down there. We go down there for a month or two. Yeah. Live down there for a while. Get a get a cabin in the woods. I don't think there's any way we could, um, considering we're not U.S. residents, legally buy guns. Maybe swords. No, you can buy them on the... That's what I'm saying. Go to New York, because there's a place in New York where you can buy guns and swords, no problem. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're not, like, U.S. citizens. We can't ship... We can't, like, take them with us from New York over to New... We'd have to get them in New Jersey. Oh, you mean, like, cross state lines? Yeah. You can absolutely do that. Seriously? Even yeah, if you're not a U.S. Not resident? You can check your fucking car and shit. You can cross state lines. That's no problem. I still think that's, like, really illegal. It also depends and on... And if it is illegal, every state has at a that different point we cross into New Jersey, and therefore we're out of their jurisdiction. So, and then we live in the woods, and no one's going to bother us. And if they do, we kill them. Was <laughs> well, this forest in, in the state? Well, of course it it's is. It's in New Jersey. Yeah. It's in Jersey. So. You can go to Jersey. We can go to Newark. Newark's, like, the, the violent capital of the world. We can find weapons there. Man, I don't want to go to the violent capital of the world. <laughs> okay, well, let's look at it this way. What if we, what if we get custom weapons? Like, make them ourselves? Make them ourselves, or employ the help of another. Like homemade guns, that's that's that makes sense. Guns I'm not so worried easily. about because I mean if if guns work, any guns, guns I am work. worried about. It's the swords. It's the it's the quality of the swords. We have to end up I'm sword fighting this thing. The swords. I don't want to use like a, a a pawn shop katana to fight the Jersey Devil. I want. Well, you're not going to. With me at your side. <laughs> <laughs> we're like uh, I know swords. Yes, that's that's the thing. That's your specialty. Where where do we go for swords, Trevin? Well, there's a number of places you can purchase them online. There's a number of places you can purchase them in. Major U.S. cities. There's a number of. We're not just purchasing from a catalog. We need no. specialty. We need cruciform. You want to get a good sword. Swords. We want to get the, a high quality, real shit. Yeah. high quality steel, fully tempered, properly proper geometric stability, well balanced. You want them full tang and everything like that. I want like the that. best. I want the truth. If you're not will, <laughs> if you're willing to shell out the good money for it, you want to talk to Angus Trim. Who's Angus Trim? <laughs> Angus Trim is. Uh, English, I believe, from the UK, obviously, with a name like Angus Trim. Okay. And he, I don't know if he's still does it. He's he's old, but he's he's got, he's still got his, like, smithing shop and all that set up. And this man, or his company, they manufacture swords to the highest quality standards today. Mm. Well, I don't know if literally the highest quality standards, but they definitely make really good swords. Like they do it old school? Uh, they do it old got, like, school, but with, like... And shit? With okay. all the pro- with all like the best materials, you so can we're use we're now. we're spending a lot of money to go on this trip. Though we don't have the money for this, could we appeal to his uh, to his soft side? Could we could we take a trip out on our on my air miles to the UK and go visit Angus? You want you want to try and recruit Angus Trim to our? Cause? I want him in our party. He's a good damage dealer. He's the dude's old man. He's like in Dude, his seventies, eighties, maybe. That, no one knows the way around the sword. In the modern day, he is the one. He has to be our sensei. He's he's what's what's the what's the Japanese can't... guy who makes the sword in, in Kill Bill? Oh, uh, uh, Heihashi or whatever his name is. I, don't, I can't remember Kill Bill, man. <laughs> whatever, but that's the guy. He's like he's like the he's the katana maker. This guy is the cruciform sword maker of today. Um, we go to him and he's like we we, we get the, we we get off the plane and we go have a couple of pints or whatever. And we we find his house and his mansion made out of swords and we uh, <laughs> ring the doorbell. His castle, which sounds like a sword coming out of a sheath. Um, Ding shoo. Like movie sword, I guess. 
yeah. and the big ringing sound. Okay, so you're uh, you're you're against the whole thing as you are right now. Well, so yeah. you playing you playing as trim. Okay, I'll playing as trim. Hi, lads. Who's there? Hey, Angus, Trim, Mr. Trim. I'm he. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Lee Squark, and this is uh, this is Trevin Zadrill. We're both from Canada. Oh, I don't get my last name. <laughs> <laughs> this is why <laughs> we haven't used last names up to this point at all. Tits the iceberg. Lee Squark and Trevin Zadrill, <laughs> and uh, and we're here. Um, we uh, we need your help. Are you what be your need? Well, a sword, to put it simply. You need a sword. Yeah. You couldn't buy it online. <laughs> you couldn't go to the shops. <laughs> you couldn't talk to my blacksmiths. I need a specific sword, sir. For what? For slaying a demon. I don't have time for this. Listen, hear me out, hear me out. Are you familiar with the Jersey Devil? No. <laughs> um. You think he cares about that shit? I think he does. I don't think, I he, think does. he does. I think he does. I think people have asked him before. I don't think they have. I think when that hysteria was happening in New Jersey, someone went to Angus Trim like, you need to... Have, that was his younger years. Let's do it another way. He, I don't think he had the whole place running by that Let's do it another way. He is familiar with the Jersey Devil, and he's aware of the mass hysteria, and he was contacted before, and actually w- ended up w- traveling to America to try to hunt it once before. I, I'm familiar with your Jersey Devil. Well, as you can tell, I mean, we, we don't live... We're not from Jersey, uh, particularly, but we... We are cryptozoologists. Um, you can just self-proclaim yourself uh, as that. I know your type. <laughs> and, uh, and if you know the Jersey Devil, you know the folklore of it. And if it is, in fact, the devil's half-son, uh, it can't be killed by by mere tomfoolery and, uh, and guns. We need, we need cruciform sabers, sir. You need to... We need your help. I've got time. Come inside, boys. Have a seat by the fireplace. Oh, it's toasty. Yes. <laughs> that's right. that's not the only thing I have to ask you, sir. What? Baby, get down on me. I'll get down on you. <laughs> I'll do anything that you want me to. <laughs> um, w- would you come with us? Come with you. Come with us. Sir, you know... you know. Lads, I'm 86 <laughs> years old! <laughs> sir, you know your way around a blade more than anyone. You don't, even have to, you don't have to fight if it comes down to it. We just need your guidance. Teach us your ways. Oh, I don't know, lads. I'm way past my prime. My demon slaying days are over. Pass the torch, man. You gotta. We'll be. We'll be famous. We'll name it after you. The Jersey Devil will be known as Ang- Angus Trimkinicus. Trim Spinicus. <laughs> Angus Trimkinicuska. Look, yes. lads. Yeah. I'll come with you. Only because I like you, and I don't want to see you two killed. Like all the others. <laughs> the others? Aye, there were plenty before you. Plenty came to my doorstop, looking for my swords. There's one thing I never brought with them. Me fair's blade. What? Me father's blade! Your fair's blade? My father's blade! Feather blade? Father! Oh, my okay. father's blade! Oh, you have a speech impediment, I see. That's how we pronounce it, I'm Scottish. <laughs> um, okay. Your father's blade. My father's blade. If you're 86, then you've been around for a long time. Since, like, the First World War and shit. And I'm not getting any younger. So let's get on with it. Okay, so he... So Angus Young at that point forges Angus a blade. Angus Young. <laughs> Back in black! Uh... So Angus Young, and we go to Angus Young because we're already in the UK. We go to see Angus Young, and he's like, <laughs> "My father's blade. Here it is. Been rent in twain since the first time he tried to fight it and fell." Okay, so now you're making this crazy mythology in which Angus Trim's father has fought the Jersey Devil. Like, he was, he was back when they were shooting cannonballs at well, it? If we're making a story about it, <laughs> might as well go all the way here. Yeah, but this, I mean, if you're working it this way, then his his father could be as old as, had been around in the in the late 1800s when this first started. He would have been old. Late 1800s? Uh, maybe, yeah. 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 If you think of it this way, because <laughs> Angus Young was born in that, around that time, that means, I mean, maybe his father was already too old to go to war at that point. Uh-huh. There's no men around home, so he... he Boned mom again and made that yeah, a kid. I guess. Okay, so the father has fought the Jersey Devil. 
All this time I've been... I've been too scared to try and repair it. Too scared I wouldn't be able to fix it properly. Too scared it would break in the process and never be able to be repaired. But, lads, I'm getting old. And if I don't do this, I never will. Follow me. So he's just hammering away at the sword. He's fixing his father's blade. It's like a fucking radio player or some shit now. Yeah. Okay, so Angus Trim joins us. Yeah. So we go back to the Americas. Uh, to, to New Jersey. With Angus Trim in hand and his father's sword in hand. <laughs> you, you, but, I mean, at that point, it doesn't seem like a good idea. He's he's actively telling us this is his father's blade that was was split in two when fighting the devil. Well, Has he made it better this time around? Well, he could. Or, you know, if the blade was, like, put too much force on it in the wrong direction. Did he put, like, vibranium or some shit on it so, like, it cuts through the air better and, like... What? No. Did he improve it? There's, like, little blinking lights on it and stuff now? No, he just melted it down and reshaped it. That was, like, a, like a motorcycle engine on the hilt? No. <laughs> goddamn Devil May Cry for <laughs> Why not? Devil? That was, a, that was a terrible... Devil May Cry? Jersey Devil May Cry? <laughs> People, you can't see the face I'm making. <laughs> but it's a bad one. Okay, so we get there. So he'd, he'd probably just melt it down and reshape it, yeah. and odds are probably would have been broken by the Jersey Devil stepping on it if yeah. it was a demon and weighed like eight tons. Because <laughs> so dense. Full it's of made of black matter. Yeah. So we we get to Jersey. We're traveling around. We go find some local villagers. Um, we ask them stories, and they, they, they just... They just they climb up and shake their heads. Yeah. Then we finally get the town drunk who points us to the... <laughs> to the town, town elder who... Who the... points us to the forest. <laughs> I don't know, go look at the fucking forest, you idiots. Yeah, he's just like, just go in the forest, it's right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, alright. So we get there. Can't you see the forest or the trees? <laughs> we park our hearse, and me and you go take a look around. Uh, and oh, Angus Trim stays at the car. While we're gone... He listens to the radio. <laughs> well, he's listening to the good old time... His <laughs> Celtic tunes. <laughs> yeah, His favorite so... Celtic tunes. <laughs> so we, uh... <laughs> me and you are away in the woods, and while we're gone... Listen to Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's listening to Dropkick Murphys. That's all we had in the car, in the hearse. <laughs> Um, on eight track, so so he he's sitting there and he sees a shadow fly over, and it's the devil, the Jersey Devil to be exact, and it lands in front of him and the, it's it's aware we're looking for it. It no it it sees the cruciform swords oh, yeah. and it thinks there's no other way around it. It's it's eyes this, light up. This is the Jersey Devil of folklore. It has, at this it point. has the yeah. power of Satan in its heart. <laughs> uh, Angus Trim doesn't even waste a second. He grabs his father's sword. He just kicks the door right off the person <laughs> and jumps right out there. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Just, I've come back for you. You took my father's life. Now I'll take yours. And shit. Okay, so they fight, and, and Angus is clearly too we're old. in the forest, and we yeah. hear this, and we're like, "Oh shit, nigga, what's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> so we we run out of the woods. <laughs> um, we run out of the woods. Angus Trim and the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil's gone already. Oh, I was I was gonna say swords on the ground. Angus Trim's got her in a headlock. No, no, no. That's that's not what happens. He's like, Jersey Hurry, Devil. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a headlock. It's a horse. Or he's, or he's holding it yeah. back. He's got it by the wings and shit. So, uh, so Angus Trim, he's he's on the ground. He's he's messed up. He's he's missing a leg. Wow. Uh, he's he, literally he he's being held together by sinew. By sinew. He's tied to a hope. And the Jersey Devil is is nowhere to be seen. But there's just blood everywhere. And Angus, we we go to his side and and cradle him. And Angus Trim says, "Bonsai." <laughs> You're right, I'm too old. I can't... Carry anymore. I, I can't <laughs> carry on anymore. I can't make it. I need more mana. Boys, I need you to do it. Take my blade. Take my father's blade. Take it and finish that demon once and for all. And he dies. And then he, he breathes his last breath. Yeah. He gurgles his last gurgle and collapses and we... We have no choice but to bury him in the woods because we can't... Well, I thought we were going to look a little go to the lake and, like, you know, put him, put him, put him, in, the wooden, put him in the wooden boat and <laughs> shoot the flaming arrow into the boat. And the warrior's, <laughs> warrior's burial. Guy playing bagpipes in the background. To, don't, don't send him back to his family. Put him in the wooden boat and kick him out into the middle of the, the lake and just shoot the flaming arrow. <laughs> to my heart. 
And then we, we send him we send him over the very popular Jersey waterfall, much like Aragorn or Boromir mm-hmm. rather. And that's the end of Angus Trim. And now we have Resolve. The bagpipe player is still tears in the corner of our eyes and yep. steadfast fury and vengeance in our hearts. We set out to find the devil. So begins the first chapter. <laughs> I hope a... you like our story. <laughs> this is a uh... yeah. That's that's what ideally would happen. Yeah. But you know, we're we're open to other things. Uh, other events are, we taking get there, place. We see something and run away <laughs> after taking a picture. I'm not running away. I don't care how scared I am. I'm gonna stare it right in the eyes. And if I lose my soul that night, so be it. <laughs> Taking it on. Uh, the Chupacabra. We're gonna end with this one for today. We we touched okay. on the most the most. Yeah. Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, Loch Ness monster. Are uh, the Loch Ness most monster is the Angus <laughs> Trim also has encountered a Loch Ness monster. That's uh, my, <laughs> this is my generic Scottish voice. Oh, he's probably not even Scottish. <laughs> he's probably he's from like Jersey. Itself. He's just from. <laughs> <laughs> he's just. Oh, he'd be from England hey. maybe. What you what you what you doing? He's from Boston apparently, and he says what you doing a we're, lot. We're not good with different American accents. <laughs> no, as they're not good with our accent. We don't have one. Yeah, well, <laughs> we don't don't have one. Going the speaker of the accent never has an accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have an accent. What are you crazy? Um, technically, we all have accents, and people in UK are the oh, yeah. the correct yeah. correct form. Um, Chupacabra. Chupacabra. The goat sucker sucking on some goats. <laughs> <laughs> also called El Chupacabras in Spanish, is a legendary cryptid rumored to inhabit parts of the Americas. The Americas. It is associated more recently with sightings of an allegedly unknown <gasps> animal in Puerto Rico, where these sightings were first reported. Mexico and the United States, especially in the latter's Latin American communities. The name comes from the animal's reported habit of attacking and drinking the blood of livestock, especially goats. Stopping you right there. Uh, so what we have here is something that's described usually as like a wolf, goat, cat, uh, creature. Well, the burps out of nowhere. Uh, but here's the thing about the chupacabra. I just ate. Is it's not it's not a it's not a hunter that uh, kills eats something. A hunter it kills is not unbeknownst to its prey. Yeah, it is. A, it is a. <laughs> it is a. It is a creature, a cryptid that. Sucks blood like a much like a vampire, sort of like a scavenger. Drains drains go- goats and livestock of yeah. of their well, actually not like a scavenger. Yeah, of their fluids, kills but, yeah, them, yeah, leaves yeah, leaves the meat. Doesn't sustain itself on meat. Yeah. Sustains itself on the blood. Uh, uh that's a. Uh, was that actually what the Tasmanian tiger does, or was that a myth that the Tasmanian tiger does that? The Tasmanian tiger doesn't do anything like that. Um, that. That was a myth then. That was part of the legend. descriptions of the creature vary. Eyewitness sightings have uh, have been claimed as early as 1990 in Puerto Rico and have since been reported as far north as Maine and as far south as Chile. Uh, it is supposedly a heavy creature the size of a small bear with a row of spines reaching from the neck uh, to the base Seriously? of the tail. Biologists and wildlife heard it was officials tiny. Uh, view the chupacabra as a contemporary legend. Well, heavy, but the size of a small bear, like a black bear. This is still pretty big. Big, I big dog figured, sized. I always, I always figured just the size of like yeah, a so medium I, dog. But, you know, Golden uh, retriever at most. Well, let's go to appearance then. Again. Most common description of the Jukabra is a reptile-like being, appearing to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back. Well, yeah. I guess that's a... A humanoid... Human, the humanoid reptiles are always hard to believe. Because that, that could just be an iguana. It's not a humanoid. It's saying it's Mo- a reptile-like Well, most like of being. the things that people have actually, they've been like, I caught the Chupacabra, and everyone's like, what the fuck is this? And it always turns out to be like a dog with mange. Mange is when it loses all its hair and it becomes sort of emaciated and weird-looking. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, this form stands uh, about one meters high, so yeah, big, mm. like a large animal, bigger than the things it's killing, and stands uh, like on its hind legs or on all fours, and stands and hops in a similar fashion to a kangaroo. There, there is your answer. Yeah, uh, in at least one sighting, the creature was reported to hop twenty feet, uh, six meters. That's that's in the air. That's like black. Up? That's black guy jumping distance, like uh, like forwards or <laughs> yeah, upwards. Those, whoop, jumps up onto a return to its home planet and shit. jumps up onto an apartment uh, building. This variety is said to have a dog or panther-like nose and face. That's what I'm familiar with. A uh, forked tongue yeah. and large fangs. Forked tongue doesn't have to mean to be included. No. Uh, it's said to hiss and screech when alarmed, as well as uh, leave a sulfuric stench. Uh, when it screeches, some reports assert that the chupacabra's eyes glow in an unusual red, which gives its wit- witnesses nausea. So it makes you sick. That's... This is an interesting thing, actually. Because this isn't... This is at least three of the biggest cryptids all share this feature. Yeah. Glowing red eyes. And, like, looking at the eyes and feeling nausea or abject terror or complete uneasiness. Yeah. This is the chupacabra as this. The Jersey Devil has this. The Jersey Devil also is, has been reported to have extremely loud screams. And the Mothman, particularly. 
Pe- people have always said looking into its eyes is just, you know, you feel a burning dread and things like that. This is A this burning is... dread. <laughs> um, another description that's used, although it is not common, uh, describes a strange breed of wild dog. This swarm is mostly hairless and has produced a spinal ridge. Uh, usually pronounced eye sockets, fangs, and claws. It is oh, claimed to be that's... this breed. Might be the example of a dog-like reptile. Unlike conventional predators, the chupacabra is said to drain all the animal's blood and sometimes organs through a single hole or two holes. Yeah, no. Through a single hole or two holes, that would that would like take forever for it to bleed out. Unless this thing was a surgeon, That's, uh, it's killing livestock. It's not. It's not killing a human being. Where it's like, hey, where'd Fred go? It's killing a sheep. Like it, it has all night. I guess, but still, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Reported sightings. Let's look look at the most recent one, which is actually uh, September eighteenth, two thousand nine. Actually, just yesterday. <laughs> it's actually yesterday. Uh, Taxidermist Jerry Ayer uh, sold the Blanco Texas Chupacabra to the Lost World. Uh, okay, that's the Blanco Texas Chupacabra is the one that you were referring to, the mangy dog. This is my jam. Everyone, throw your hands in the air. <laughs> in uh, July 2004, a rancher near San Antonio, Texas, killed a hairless dog-like creature, which was attacking his livestock. This animal, initially given the name of the Emeldorf Beast, was later determined by DNA <laughs> essay. Uh, essay conducted <laughs> in the University <laughs> of California. Davis to be a coyote with uh, demodectic and sarcophagic mange. So yeah, um, animals can get fucked up looking. Yeah, with mange. Do. Yeah, uh, it it makes them look like a you know human. If if you tried, you can make a human being look subhuman. Like it's not humans don't. I just watched well, Seven yesterday when they when they they keep the guy the sloth guy alive for like years and years without just tied to a bed with his eyes closed and he essentially looks mummified at that point but he's still alive oh weird yeah it's a cool movie Never watch that, that shit um but Chupacabra there there it is pretty much and it's it's just a the thing about the Chupacabra that's interesting is it's a Spanish thing there's certain yeah. cryptids that are, are you know part of uh a certain sect of I mean maybe other other places in like the Africans that they have a different name for it but the yeah, chupacabra but, is typically a Spanish and you like southern United States thing, and yeah, it's a it's, it's a wolf like, dog reptile that drinks blood. And it's part of their folklore, and these people yeah. like literally almost everyone believes in it down there, which I guess is kind of interesting. But I still, you know, the chupacabra. I'm not a big fan of the chupacabra. It's, it's overdone. It's not. It's not plausible enough. It could very easily be the accounts of it being like a huge reptile that hops around and has like arms and spines and is like a foot tall or a, sorry a meter tall yeah. I the whole reptile thing you can throw out the window but if it was just some sort of like weird wild dog that just drank blood and stuff like that I could believe that I guess um, we're gonna touch upon one we're not gonna go into it because this, this could be I a could, whole another episode of Cryptozoology I could believe the, the the Jersey Devil is a legitimate demon from hell but I will not <laughs> yeah. I will not believe in the Chupacabra. the son of a witch um, <laughs> the Mothman <laughs> Oh, this people, is another one of my might, favorites. Might be, uh, might be familiar with the Mothman. Uh, it did have a movie with Richard Gere. Chapstick. I really, um, I really want to actually see that because it's I, not a very good movie. Really? It's. I want to see it because I love the Mothman. You'll, you'll like it then. I love it, him it's, like a. It's standard fare. Like it's a like. Wife. <laughs> uh, I believe they could have done it much better, especially when you just read any of the stories of the Mothman and they kind of. Stories of the Mothman are so vague, though. That's why I want to see the movie. The thing about the movie is the the Mothman. Is not only this this cryptid that people are seeing when things bad things are gonna happen. Yeah, he's like the Mothman he's is also like like prophetic and also calling Richard Gere on the phone, um, <laughs> like like he's a murderer or like 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 a like a being or something like that, like a human. Hello, hi, is this Richard Gere? Uh, it's it's Richard Gere. Hey, it's the Mothman. You fucker. Yeah, gotcha. Ugh, you son no. of a bitch. Would you 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 killed my wife? You made her crazy. Bridge is breaking. See you later. Oh, what? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. But that, that, that aspect of it is kind of silly. Um, well, in all the stories of the Moth... They, it comes from the stories of the Mothman that he's always seen around, like, when the the bridge was collapsing and yeah. during major disasters, and it's been theorized that either it is predicting these disasters and it's, like, trying to warn people, or it is literally causing the disasters. And, and it trying is, to warn people. <laughs> and it is just, like, fucking everyone up. Um... I don't. I don't. I'm not a big Here fan of Here we can get those, back to but... what was a Slenderman. Yeah. Just what just, about it? Just a character, a, a cryptid oh, that's yeah. been, that is seen. It's like wow, 
seeing these things, see, seeing something like that, see, everybody seeing something like that, there's a hysteria to it, and then something the, big happens. Well, me describing the, the Slender Man, that was just me sort of speculating. That's the same idea as the Mothman. I've never actually, like, t- talked to anyone about the Slender Man. These guys, they're big fans of them, and I don't know if it's, like, all a joke amongst them or not. Yeah. I should actually, like, talk to some dudes on the paranormal board and ask them. Learn but, about it, yeah. Slender Man's legitimately found in photographs, though. Maybe legitimately. He, according to Could this, this lore, he is found in photographs. Well, yeah, they see him in photographs, and yeah. he's just abnormally tall and thin. Mm-hmm. And he's like there in multiple ports in history. Yeah, like creeping around in the background and stuff, looking at the camera and things. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but the Mothman, particularly, can you can you uh, quickly retell the Mothman thing real quick, and we'll go into it again in the, uh, the later Mothman, episode. There have been there have been like a lot of people who have had sightings of it. It's basically like what is it? What do people that's, see? That's my favorite thing, because the stories vary so wildly, and all of them are so fucking crazy sounding. But the fact that so many people saw it, it's it's so cool. But it's like, it's mainly like, it has legs, and like, like human humanoid legs and a torso. And sometimes it has a head, sometimes it just has like big red eyes set into its chest. But like, big moth-like wings. And some claim it can fly super fast, like people are looking out the side of their car as they're driving and it's like keeping up with them and shit. Or some people have seen it like flying overhead and they looked up to its eyes and then their eyes are burning for weeks later and it's like, and a bunch of different people claim to have seen it and stuff and it looks all, all like weird and like creepy and things like that and that's what I like about it. And it's, yeah, like I said, it's been claimed to be seen like t- at around times of big disasters and stuff like that a harbor it's possibly a, a harbinger. harbinger of doom yeah, that's the word um, uh, a harburger a, har- a ham- hamburger a hardy's hamburger they make it a beautiful thing a, hamburger. a beautiful thing if you're not canadian you won't get that <laughs> they have hardy's in the states really um yeah uh we should go down there i've i've gone to new jersey burgers. just hunt the goddamn devil Mushrooms. so as you can tell me and trevin uh we in normally, if we're just sitting around, we do talk about this kind of stuff yeah. at lengths because we like the unknown. It's a, we are cryptozoologists, yeah. and it, we're self like because you can self proclaim yourself as we, something we like that. We have the spirit of cryptozoology. It's, it's a pseudo pseudoscience. If it's anyone, a Sudoku. <laughs> if we go, I go in and learn stuff about it, apply it to everyday life, and and actively you know take interest in it. I, I am in the field. And anyone mm-hmm. out there who does take interest in this as well, by all means, do some digging, to find out stuff because this this is the field. You make it yourself. It's kind of you know it's. Yeah, but don't you go running out trying to kill the Jersey Devil. We got dibs. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't get yourself hurt. Leave this to the professionals. <laughs> and don't go bothering Angus Trim either. Man's just leave him alone. Uh, poor, we're gonna, I'm going to look guy. him up right now. We're going to find out what's happening. Well, Anyways, go to his website and see the swords he makes. I'm Lee. And I'm Trevin. And this, this is The Internet. The Internet.